Hi, everyone. Welcome to Founders Friday, where I am interviewing another incredible founder, and she hails from Pennsylvania. So happy to have Denise Sanner with us today. Hi, Denise. Hey, Monica. How are you? Good, good. Well, let me tell everyone watching a little bit about you because you have an incredible story. First off, I want to tell everyone that you and your sweetheart, Ken, have been married for 28 years. I love Ken. I've traveled with Ken. He is an awesome guy. I especially love to go horseback riding with Ken. <laughs> Funny guy. And um, in fact, you've earned 10 incentive trips. Wow, that's incredible. Good Actually, job. 11. Oh, did you just earn Hawaii? <laughs> I earned Hawaii yeah. back in May. In May. Well, I don't know why it's not listed on my list. I did. I'll have to get on our IT people. <laughs> well, then 11 trips. Incredible. And let's see. What else do we have to share? Oh, you've got two sons, Brett, 37. I don't know why I'm telling them their, their ages. And Ethan, <laughs> who's 19. Maybe because there's a huge gap between Ethan and Brett. And I just talked to Ethan. He's awesome. I've also traveled with Ethan, gotten to know him. And um, let's see. I love what you wrote here. It, Ethan was not a mistake. <laughs> Kenny wanted him. And I'm thankful that I taught Kenny how to pout until he got his way. LOL. So Ethan is now a sophomore at Penn State University. University. And you and Kenny have two grandchildren, Delaney, three, and Kanan. Is that how you say it? Yes. Yes. Kanan, one years old from Brett and his wife, Casey Joe, and they lived only two miles from you. That's yes. awesome. So great. Well, this I think is also another really impressive and interesting fact about Denise. And that is that she and her husband, Kenny, live on a working farm so that and it they are raising 60 six zero steer and they have 300 acres of crops wow that is impressive so how do you go from farming to close to my heart like how did you get started well the funny kind of thing about that is i went to a weekend crop and back then we were dairy farmers so if you felt like what we do now is a lot that was really crazy, a crazy lifestyle. So my girlfriends and I, we had just started scrapbooking and um, actually in our young farmer group, we had somebody come in and they spoke about preserving memories at our state convention. And um, we thought it was really cool. I went to a party and then Brett was 16 at that point and I was like all gung-ho and I did this album from him, birth to 16 in about a month. <laughs> Poor Ethan has no album at all. But um, yeah, so then I kind of conned some of my friends into getting into scrapbooking and we went to this weekend and my friends were like, oh, this is so fun. I want to do this. I'm like, you know what? I can only get away two times a year to do this. And um, it's like flash forward now and I'm doing sometimes two to three event weekends a month. So it's just kind of crazy how things have evolved, but it was at that retreat that um, we just happened to be right next to the Close to My Heart booth and the vendors, and there were two ladies there, and I just had a really great connection with my upline, who became my upline, Dolores Cassidy, and it was just kind of crazy. It was when Close to My Heart first came out with acrylic stamps with the alphabets, and my girlfriend got the last set. And I have been doing um, direct sales with Longerberger for a couple of years. So 
I knew about the direct sales business and I'm like, oh, I'll place an order, no problem. Then I'm looking at that spiral bound catalog. This is 17 years ago. And I looked at that catalog and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna host a party. And on the drive home, because back then we didn't have enough stuff so that we all had to drive separately. So we were in one vehicle. And um, I'm like, I think this would be awesome to sell and I could share the discount with you guys. And that's kind of how it started. But um, if it weren't for that connection that Dolores and I made, I wouldn't know you. And we wouldn't have shared all these great moments together because it was that connection she extended to me and um, or that introduction. And that just has led to to what it has the you know all these years later. So I was just actually with Dolores. She lives in Nashville or outside of Nashville. And I was down there last weekend with my niece and I had to go visit her. So it's just, you know, it's great. It's it's just crazy how things have evolved and changed and and everything since that that time when I could only get away for two two weekends a year to what it is now. That's really a great story. I don't know. Oh, I didn't remember that story. I don't know that story, but I'm so grateful you went to that crop or that, you know, yeah. that vendor show and got to see yeah. and meet them. Thank you, Dolores. Good job. I love well, her. Um, I sh- that's so awesome. That makes me so happy. So how, like all those years you started in March of 2004, fast forward now, how do you measure success in your business? I would have to say I measure success by being consistent. Um, like I, we just said, I've earned 11 incentive trips. And Kenny is funny because he'll say, like a couple of years ago, he would say to me, um, I don't know, you're working just to earn these trips. And while the trips are great, and you know, he doesn't get to go on all of them. Hopefully that might change. But he doesn't get to go with me on all of them because he's extremely busy. And um, I always would say it's not that I'm working towards just earning that. It's because of the hard work and because of the opportunities that I have and the opportunities I take to vendor at events and to share the goodness of close to my heart with whoever I can, that's why I can remain, to, can be consistent in my sales and, um, and earn 11 trips. But I have to say our new compensation plan, I don't know if any of the other founders talked about this, but not only are we earning trips or am I earning trips, but my husband smiles when I tell him what's in my bank account. And with this new comp plan, you work hard, you can make money. And that is, that's just amazing to me. So that is, you know, just a lot of being consistent and um, pivoting and being flexible when you need to. Like I said, you know, our life is different from a lot of other people's lives and, when it's busy season here, like it is right now, um, I can't just go off and do the things that I would do maybe in the winter months. So I try to, you know, be flexible with the, our farm business and life in general, a busy uh, son played soccer, you know, all year long and stuff. It's just, you know, being consistent and being flexible enough to roll and change when you need to, like with a pandemic. Yeah, like with the pandemic. So you were doing in-person vendor events and then how did that shift and change for you when the pandemic hit? Well, yeah, my business, I always say my business was almost 100% um, virtual. I'm not virtual, in-person. Like I, and that's what worked for us. I can do, I feel like I I, I always say I have a full-time, this is my full-time job. 
but luckily I don't have to work like full-time hours. I don't go into an office. Me and my husband and I go into an office. Um, we don't get that paycheck either, but we don't go into an office to work, but we can like work when we can. And um, it was great for me to have one or two events or you know, weekend events. And of course, there's a lot of prep work for those. But then I go and I do that and then I'm at home and have the opportunity and I'm available for what I need to be available for. I don't do a lot on the farm, but I try to be there when Kenny needs me for a ride or whatever. So um, whatever I can help with. But, um, but as far as the pandemic goes, I had an event scheduled for the end of March, an in-person retreat. I do three or four, four-day retreats a year in addition to a bunch of expos, large expos. Um, and I had one scheduled and I was just like, you know, my friends and I, we were chatting and we're like, what are we going to do? You know, how can we, what can, what can we do to, to change things and make this work? And I'm like, okay, girls, we're going to go take that four day event and we're going to go online with that. And my customers were just so amazing. They, they all loved it. And they were like, so grateful all this time. They've been so grateful for what we're doing, what you're doing, what the home office is doing as far as offering these online events. They're participating in them. They're participating in my virtual events. And I'm doing it basically the same, except we're not sitting across the table from each other. I'll tell you the thing I miss the most. And I thought about it during um, album retreat and it was your favorite sound. And I would say my favorite sound would be the ladies laughing. And you don't hear that quite as much when you're doing something virtual, but the ladies laughing and sharing conversations and building that family and that community together at my events. And they're doing it online. And what's even better about the online is I um, have brought people in from some of the expos I do. I'm in Pennsylvania and I do expos in New Hampshire and Massachusetts and Ohio, Pennsylvania. Um, so those people were able to become involved and they become friends. And it, it's just such a cool thing to see that. That's awesome. Well, you definitely do define the word pivot right there. So that's so great. Um, now my last question. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to add one other thing that I did. And if you can imagine somebody who does a lot of in-person um, events, I had a huge amount of inventory and that was like staring me in the face in my office because I had all this inventory and how was I going to get rid of it? So not only was I doing the virtual events, like um, just doing retreats, but after talking to another consultant, Noreen Petty, who was, you know, I knew she was doing these sales too. And other consultants, I would be like, you know, tell me everything, you know, like, what are you doing? And she was happy to share that. And you know, I kind of followed some of the things she did, but then added my own, but I was able to reduce my inventory and sell and then ship it to my customers. And in addition to them buying new products, because I didn't know, like I was, do I still continue to add to my inventory for these possible, the possibility of shows or what do I do? So I did add a little, but I wound up having a lot of inventory. So my thought was, you know what, I'm going to do it and I'm going to reduce it because either I pay these fees like I do to be a vendor at an expo or I, I share it with my customers. They absolutely loved it. They were so supportive. They were so great. I've had three amazing sales. So um, just finding a way to, to do what works for you. 
that's awesome. That's good to know that that's how you were able to get rid of some of your inventory. You just put it on sale for them. And did you discount the inventory then? I didn't discount anything that was current or even I went back like the the catalog prior. I didn't discount that, but I just did discount and I got rid of a lot of things I was lugging to shows that just wasn't selling anymore. You know what it's like, you have, you know, the stuff that just is there. So I kind of followed close to my heart's lead and I kind of did like flash sales and I I moved it. And um, sometimes they take almost a whole month to complete just because it's a lot of work, but it was so worth it. And um, they're waiting for my next one, but I tell them, you know, I'm back on the road now. I'm back in, in person doing events and, if I have things left, I'll go back and do another sale, but I'm hoping to be out there and you have to come to my shows. And, and buy yeah, give them, you gave oh, them yeah. that taste. You gave them the taste. And now it's like, well, now come. I know. They're like, I'm going to wait till it's on sale. I said, don't do that because it's not going to be a forever thing. Right? Like yeah, the pandemic, right. it's not going to be forever. That's right. Well, good. I'm glad we're setting an example for you, Denise. Yes. All right. Well, our last question, my last question is, what is one thing you would tell someone who was just starting with Close to My Heart? I would tell them to find a mentor, find someone who has um, similar goals to what you have. We have this fabulous maker page that um, you see different people. It doesn't have to be somebody in your upline. I love Dolores, but Dolores and I kind of flopped. When I started doing vendor events, she started retiring and she's like a hobbyist now. Um, And then my other uplines, they were active in different ways, but it was on that first incentive trip when I went to Hawaii. It was the Hawaii cruise. Just a really short story about that. That was one I wanted to earn that trip because that's when we stopped dairy farming. And I wanted to earn that to take Kenny on a trip because he's never really left the area much. And I wanted to give him that. And when I did earn it, he's like, I can't go, <laughs> but he did go. And it was, it was fabulous. And, you know, it's been amazing ever since, but it was on that trip. Again, I met Noreen and I sat with her and she was just like, and sharing all these ideas. And then from there I went and I became a lucky me. I was mentored by Dana Swadling and, um, that just was amazing, you know, to have that friendship and then all the friendships that have built from those mentoring things. But I would say find someone with similar goals to what you have and don't be afraid to ask them questions and no question is stupid. So just ask, find someone who's willing. Anyone message me, I'll share freely whatever I've learned over the years because you know, it just find somebody who can help you out and um, offer you some advice. That is excellent, excellent, excellent advice to give. So, and how generous of you to offer your own, your own mentoring skills there. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Denise. We are so grateful for you. And I've loved working alongside you for all these years. You are a beautiful, beautiful woman. And I just wish you all the best. Thank you. And congratulations on your success that you have hard done with hard, hard work. And it shows that hard work really can pay off. So thank you everyone for watching this Founder Friday. Thank you. Denise Sanner. Woohoo. Bye everyone. Bye-bye.